But I have a special letter from Pastor Carla. And, and listen to it and receive these words by faith. Uh, dear Victory Faith Church, I send many heartfelt greetings to each one of you. I have been missing you more than I say. I always carry you in my heart. I want to take this opportunity to wish each one of you a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I pray for the Lord to pour out his grace on you and your family this holiday season. May each one of you experience his favor in a special way. I know this year has presented uh, all, all of us with many challenges. Some of them we've never faced before. Yet I trust that your testimony, along with mine, is that in the midst of it all, you've experienced the goodness of the Lord. Psalm 136 verse 1 reminds us, Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. That's what the angels did when Jesus was born into the earth. They gave praise and thanksgiving to God on that glorious day when everything changed for mankind. Luke 2, 13 to 14, uh, the New King James Version says, And suddenly... There was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on the earth peace, goodwill toward men. These are, these, there are two important things here I want to point out. I can't help but teach a little. First, the angels in heaven praise God and express thanksgiving to him continually. Why? Because he is good and he expressed his goodness to mankind by sending his beloved son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins. Let's set our hearts to remember how good God had been, has been and continues to be to us. He saved us and one day we will live fully in his presence. Second, the heavenly hosts declared peace and goodwill toward men. This promise is declared to those who first seek peace with God and then with others. Make sure this Christmas season that your heart is right before God and then make peace with others as much as it, as much as it is in your power to do so. If you need to ask, for, for, ask forgiveness for anything that has caused division in your family or in another relationship, God will pour out his loving kindness on you as you walk in peace and goodwill toward, toward men. I want you to know that I'm thankful for you and I pray for you. I'm believing that what the enemy meant for evil and defeat in 2020, God is standing for good. In spite of all we've dealt with this year, I'm trusting we will advance in his purposes for our lives in, this, in, the, in the coming year. In 2021, may you go from strength to strength, faith to faith, and glory to glory. May you receive marvelous breakthroughs where it looks impossible to do so. You are such precious people of God. Heri ya krismasi. Nina wapenda, Pastor Carl. Hallelujah.
Glory to God. Now that's a gracious, heartfelt letter from Pastor Kala to you and everyone of you in Victor Faith Church family. Again, Merry Christmas. Now for some few minutes, I want to speak some things here and, and encourage you as we, we go into this Christmas season. Pastor Kala already has, you know, shared what is shared. And I'll still go in those lines of uh, have faith in the Lord's goodness and love this Christmas. Have faith in the Lord's goodness and love the, this Christmas. And I really do encourage you that believe God for revelation knowledge. Believe God for revelation knowledge. The word of God in Hebrews 4.12 says it's living and active. Sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and is a discern of thoughts and intents of the heart. In, in other words, it's the living word of God. We are not dealing with a historical Jesus. Historical Jesus. He is alive. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is revealing himself to his people today as he did to those who are waiting for their redemption about 2,000 years ago. God has never changed people. His goodness has never changed. The world has changed. Like this year, you know, so many um, negative things and that has happened in the, have happened in this world this year. However, God and his word has never changed. The goodness of the Lord has never changed. God is a good God. The love of God has never changed. His love gave us a savior. His love gave us a redeemer. He has never changed, neither will he ever change. Love and God's goodness are great attributes of God that we must receive by faith and fully trust him no matter what happens in our lives. I'm telling you, if you was on my, my life and are anchored and the faith is, your faith is anchored on God loves me and he is good, no matter what happens, you will remain unshakable. Just that. Why? If there is a, a, the most you know, devastating things that you never expected will ever happen to your life, it ever, if it ever came, of course that's the, the work of the enemy to steal, kill, and destroy, but if that ever came, you know God's love. You know God's goodness. We'll turn those things around and you'll start saying and you'll start proclaiming for all things are working together for my good because I love God and I'm called according to his purpose. You'll always have a punch on the face of a broken head of the serpent. Always. Why? You are anchored on God's goodness. You are anchored on God's love. God is a good God. God is a loving God. God is love. So the Christmas story reveals God's love and goodness to men. And I'll say it personalizing, the Christmas story reveals God's love and goodness to us. To you. 
Have you gone through challenges this year? Listen, God is a good God. The reason you are here today and you are breathing, even if you are not having 100% air coming into your, through your nostrils or through your mouth, yet you are breathing is because God is a good God. You have to believe that. You have to meditate on that. I was speaking this past Wednesday of uh, the, when, when you hear something, or you hear the word of God, or you, hear the, you read the scriptures, you find that is, that is wonderful, that is knowledge, that is logos, that is information. But what transforms that information to revelation, one of the major things that you have to do is to meditate on God's word. If you want that information to not just be on your mind or in your mind and to be revealed knowledge in your heart that you can apply it and get results according to the word of God, then you have to have this aspect in your life that you meditate, that you go beyond the shallow appearance of things and starting getting the very thoughts of God and the very heart of God in a situation. If you do that during this Christmas, you'll be filled with so much joy. So much joy. You will dance in the goodness of the Lord because you know God is good. You meditate on his love. You meditate on his goodness. You set your mind, as Philippians 4 it says, on things that are pure, on things that are good, on things that are of, 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 of a good, of virtue, what? Of things that are good, things that are pure, of good report, all those things in Philippians 4.8, you set your mind on that. You'll start realizing that you have every reason to be thankful. You'll realize that there'll be no complaining. But you'll have every reason to be grateful and thankful to God our Lord. In Romans 8, 31 to 32, Romans 8, 31 to 32, it says, what then shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Listen to this in verse 32. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, he delivered him up for you. He delivered him up for us all. How shall you not with him also freely give us how many things? All things. So I will say like Jesus spoke to Martha. One thing is needful. And Mary has chosen the right thing. And for you and I, this life that you are living, and even during this Christmas, one thing is needful to set our minds on the manifestation of the goodness of the Lord uh, by looking at Christ, by looking at Jesus Christ our Lord. If I can focus on him, through him, I have all things. The manifestation of his goodness, the goodness of the Lord, the manifestation of the love of God, just by focusing on one person. I don't know about you, 
But I remember on, on 21st of, of uh, uh, June 1996, that night, I just knew that night. By revelation and God speaking to me, I just given my life to Christ. I was five days old in salvation. That night I knew there is one person that I needed for the rest of my life. And that has never changed. It's not money. It's not a certain human being. It's one person. And through him, I receive all things. That sounds to me like seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. One thing is needful, church. That is our deliverance. That is our hope. That is our comforter. That, that is all what we need. If God is for us who can be against us, the word reveals he is not only for us, but with us, his name is Emmanuel. Hallelujah. He's not only for us. He's with us. He's in our midst. In Matthew 1, 23 says, His name, that they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated, God with us. And then, Christmas, then is the reality of God's provision to us. Or is it for us? It's the reality of his provision. This encompasses everything that we'll ever need. The greatest of this need is to be saved from our sins, church. That's our greatest need. And again, if you start thinking about this, like the song that choir has just sung, from him are all things, and to him are all, what? To him are all things, whatever. Anyway, just similar to what I said. <laughs> but, it's one person, people. Listen, if you just knew, let me ask you something. If you knew, that if you got in touch with me, every need that you'll ever need in this life, anything, dream of it, I have it. All what you needed to be is to be in touch with me. Just one, make one phone call or send a text. Why would you be looking for Deacon Norman? Come on, huh? Oh, Elder Ruth. Why would you be going in that direction? You know this one person. Can you, can you see that, how we need to get so focused as we go even to, to our future? Sometimes we look for so many things except in, to seeking that one person. His love, his compassion, his goodness. So the greatest need of mankind is to be saved from our sins. For me, again, I'll remember again that 21st of uh, uh, June 1996, that night I knew I felt like a heavy burden, which was not like it was. A heavy burden left me. <laughs> I remember for, for years, I was, you know, I was so lazy because I was so indisciplined with the drinking and drugs and all that. So mostly what I had was jeans shirts. And I'm not saying if you have a jeans shirt and a jeans trouser, you are lazy. You understand? I'm not saying that. But it was jeans shirt and jeans trousers. That's what I had mostly. So I rarely washed them. I could wear and wear them. And I'm telling you, I remember postponing washing clothes. 
I'll wake up, I'll say, I'll wash later on. And I kept doing that, and I will postpone and postpone. That's what marijuana actually can do to a person. That's why they end up getting so dirty. But when I got baptized by the, in the Holy Ghost and I, I received salvation and baptized the Holy Ghost, I realized even my body had become light. I will sweep. I will clean the house. I will do whatever it, it takes. And I didn't feel tired. That's the burden of sin being removed from a person. That today, if you've never made that confession to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this is an opportunity for you today. Don't get into this Christmas. Don't go through this Christmas without your burdens, burden of sin being removed from you. You're missing out big things by denying Christ into your life. And if you're born again, and you're carrying a lot of things, which even believers, if we are not careful, we just, just carry that. Anger, resentment, uncertainty, restlessness, and all that. Those are burdens. God wants you to experience his goodness by actively, by faith, trusting in him who knows you and loves you, church. Even during this, this time. His name is Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins, Mark Matthew 1, 21 says. And then Romans 4, 7 to 8, it says, Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven, and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord shall not impute sin. The blessedness of being forgiven and being set free. And more than that, being made new creation. In him, we have all things given to us, church. All searching ends with finding him. All searching. I don't know about you. All searching ends when you, you find him. That's it. What do I need? What's my need? I've been searching. I found him. I found the person. Isaiah 9, 6 to 7 says, For unto us a child is born, and to us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Take this by faith, please. Again, I'm telling you, don't take the historical part of it. He's alive. Right today, take these words. He's wonderful. And because Christmas is all about, I say this, have a wonderful Christmas. So, counselor, what do you need? What do you need for him to speak to you, to counsel you in, and guide you? He's a counselor. He's a mighty God. Hallelujah. He's a mighty God. All things bow to the greatness of his name. Use his name during this Christmas. Take authority over the enemy. Stand against every kind of fear. Uh, because he's a mighty God. He's everlasting father. Because of that, we can trust his goodness. We can trust his love. He's everlasting. That means never comes to an end. Never will ever change. He's the same. He loves you today. He gave up his only son, Jesus Christ. He's our everlasting father. And this is a big one, church. He's a prince of peace. I pray that you may experience this peace during this Christmas. 
Let me say in a, in a nutshell how peace of God comes in. When you set your mind on God's word, you experience peace. For to be spiritually minded is life and peace. To set your mind on him alone brings you peace. You might have faced a very difficult 2020 and you don't even know how to move forward, but I have good news for you. His name is Wonderful. Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Take that. Set your mind on that. Let the peace of God that surpasses all understanding keep your mind and your heart in Christ Jesus. In Luke 1.37, New Living Translation, it says, for the word of God will never fail. For the word of God will never fail. Say it with me, please. For the word of God will never fail. For the word of God will never fail. So what do you need? Wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. For the word of God will never fail. Never, ever, ever. The Passion Translation says this. Not one promise from God is empty of power, for nothing is impossible with God. Hallelujah. Not one promise from God is empty of power, for nothing is impossible with God. What impossibility are you facing today? Not one promise from God is empty of power, for nothing is impossible with God. What do you need to do? Keep your mind and heart on him. One thing is needful. In the same scripture from their amplified version says this, for with God is ever, for with God nothing is ever impossible. And no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. Woo! What a promise. What a joy. Hallelujah. What a promise, what a joy, what a, what a hope that I can, we can place our, our faith on. On the goodness of the Lord, on the love of God. That God's, for with God nothing is ever impossible. And no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. Be determined in your heart during this Christmas to give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Hallelujah. In the same way, Psalm 118 verse 1 says, Oh, give thanks for the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. If you can have that during this time of Christmas, what do you do? Oh, Father, I give thanks to you, for you are good, and your mercy endures forever. And that's your faith. That's what you believe in. That's what you speak about. And you'll see the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. For surely, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. And you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Why? You have an everlasting Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise God. If you stand up on your feet, please, I want to pray for you. And take this piece, Pastor Carl has already 
given you that message. And, and, I, and, and I want to mix you to mix your faith with the words that you've, you've heard. And, and be a doer of them during this Christmas. Just lift up your hands, please. Father, so shall it be. The word that goes out of your mouth, it shall not return to you void, but it shall accomplish what you please and you prosper in that thing for which you sent it. Father, thank you for the revelation of your goodness, of your love. During this Christmas upon the lives of your people. In the name of Jesus, I speak Peace. Peace. Remove, cast out every fear, anxiety, and any assignment of the enemy to steal, kill, and destroy. Father, may your mercy, may your goodness, may your love be revealed upon your people during this Christmas season. We agree, Pastor Carl and I, and the leadership of this church, we bless you in the name of our Lord God. Amen.